Five and Michigan's Best. And we continue our series, Crafted in Michigan, brought to you by Founders Brewing Company, with a really interesting business that's based in West Michigan. They make popsicles that are naturally flavored and feature Michigan's products. It's really cool, and it's called Any Color You Like It. And I'm very excited to welcome the founder and the owner, Corinne Hollinshead. Thank you for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. Happy to be here. So Corinne, I see any color you like at Popsicles, um, sometimes on menus across Michigan, uh, sometimes at festivals. Tell me how this business got started. How does one decide <laughs> to go into the popsicle making business? Sounds like every kid's dream, right? Right, yeah, totally, yeah. We're like big little kids, right? <laughs> um, so we actually started making ice creams a few years ago, maybe four years ago or so. Um, so popsicles weren't the original idea, but my husband Jason found uh, this ice cream tricycle and we were like, oh, we need it. So we bought it on Craigslist and um, we tried scooping ice cream out of it with dry ice and it was pretty difficult. And we were like, this is really going to be very hard to be offering people and trying to scoop out of this like super duper hard ice cream. So we're like, what can we do to make it better? And then Jason found popsicle molds online on uh, eBay, I think. He's like, this could be it. Like, let's try it out. So we bought a few, played around with them. And then we noticed there were still a few more on there. So we bought those. And I believe there were a couple more, like a, maybe a week or two later. And we're like, well, we might as well buy all of them. So we did. So that's pretty much how it started. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, how do you, um, what is your background, Corinne? How did you get involved? I mean, were you uh, involved in the restaurant industry or were you a cook? Yeah. Or? Okay. Yep. I've been in the service industry um, pretty much my whole professional career. Um, in addition, I went to Kendall College of Art and Design for a printmaking degree. Um, and then Jason has been a chef for a long time. So it kind of just like match made in heaven worked out. I want to salute you for saying that for <laughs> your career, you've been in the restaurant industry because so many people, you know, they, they don't say it's their career and it really is a career, right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people say like, once I go to school, I'll get a real job, you know, and then leave the industry, which I think it's um, perfectly respectable. And I think you learn a lot of really good values and uh, skills in that profession. I agree. That's the first person I would hire is somebody who's been in the restaurant industry. For sure. Yeah, definitely. But I like that you've taken, um, and, and I, I always think about um, cooking is such, I mean, yes, it's a science, but it really is that creative aspect and artists mm -hmm. have that kind of bone in your body to, to be creative and you have that art background mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, and it's definitely like, um, I focus more on like the social media and um, our branding and things of that nature. I do help come up with flavors, but that's definitely where Jason gets to run wild and like really express his creative side for sure. <laughs> what is it, uh, what's it like working with your husband on a daily basis with a, with a small business? Um, surprisingly, we actually make a really good team and um, depends on the day who the boss is, I suppose. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely, uh, pretty much, yeah. But um, it's nice, We it, it took a long time to figure out where like that separation is and like where are we a husband and wife and where are we business partners um, or co-founders. So it's been a learning curve, but overall, like we still love each other and we're still growing a business together. So that's good. Well, you started off making ice cream and then you moved into the popsicles. You mentioned that you had a uh, ice cream cart tricycle. 
uh, thing. Mm -hmm. So what was your vision for the business in the beginning? Was it just to travel around with the card and, and sell uh, this or how did, how did you develop this whole thing? Um, I mean, we used to attend music festivals just for fun. It was like our thing, you know, um, like our vacation, if you will. Uh, and we were looking at the sweet treats available at them and we're like, I think we can do better. Like, I think we can do something super fun and like more of a reflection of uh, the environment and the culture that's going on, you know, at that. So I think that's where it started and it's just been growing and like naturally and organically evolving, which is really cool. So like, we never thought like, hey, maybe one day we'll be in stores and restaurants. We were just thinking like, we'd like to have a little booth at a festival sometimes. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and then to watch it grow, we'll talk about the flavors and things that you guys make in a little bit, but to watch it grow, like we were saying that now you, you are on menus um, across the state. I, I'm always excited when I, I see <laughs> uh, you. I think you can get them at Founders, if I'm not mistaken, as well, right? Here and there, yes. Um, <laughs> I think we'll, we'll have to talk a little bit more with Founders about a permanent situation there at some point. Um, yeah, we're, at, we're at Linear Restaurant, uh, the Greenwell, uh, Speciation Tap Room, uh, Sacred Springs Tap Room, and where else am I thinking? Lucy's. Yeah, we have little places popping up all over. I love that. And if, if you're unfamiliar with those places, those are places that are around the Grand Rapids metro area, right. which is where any color you like it is based, right? Mm -hmm, that's right. Now, missing out on music festivals this mm -hmm. summer not only i'm sure it's a personal you know bummer but for your business how has that been yeah it was a pretty rough blow um when they first started getting canceled we we're like "Ooh, that's gonna be tough you know losing a few and then it was like okay we're losing all of them for sure um and that was probably like 80 to 90 percent of our revenue oh. last year so it's a big hit but um as most businesses do you know you pivot to survive and we've actually um we made a lot of really cool relationships with for wholesale accounts that we wouldn't have otherwise. So it's actually like a pretty cool silver lining to the whole thing. Definitely. But not an easy time, I'm sure. No, you know, a lot of hustling. I mean, we're doing a lot of deliveries um, uh, for people just wanting to stock their freezer or if they're having like a small outdoor gathering. So that's been really cool. I got to meet more people in the community, um, which I always appreciate. Nice. Well, let's get to these fabulous popsicles from <laughs> any color you like it. Tell me how you make these and some of the interesting flavor combinations that you guys, you and Jason come All up right. with. Yeah. So um, if they're fruit forward, we start with real fruit. We don't use any concentrates or additives or anything of that nature. Um, anything that grows in Michigan that we can and are able to get, we do. So that's like strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, peaches, plums, currants. I'm working on a Bloody Mary pop right now. Tomato. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> so that'll be fun. Um, and then everything else that we source is from sustainable farms. We uh, definitely incorporate organic ingredients whenever possible as well. So are you then kind of, so during strawberry season, then do you make like a couple months supply of all the strawberry flavored ones you can? And then of course they're frozen, so they're all mm -hmm. good. And you go into the blueberries and then you go into the peaches and Sort of yes and no, um, depending on like if something hits us that we're like, ooh, we should make this kind of strawberry pop right now and try this out. But otherwise, I'm getting several flats of berries. I'm processing them and then I'm freezing those. Mm -hmm. So we have like some deep freezers with quite a few hundreds of pounds of fruit that right. we'll use for next season as well. Gotcha. That's the mm -hmm. ahead. Now, you were mentioning like a Bloody Mary. Some, tell me some of your more interesting combos that you guys have come up with, because it isn't usually just a strawberry popsicle. Correct. 
Correct. Yeah. So like, for example, um, our berry lavender lemonade is probably one of our top flavors this year. So that's blueberries, strawberries, lavender, and lemon. So that one's going really well. And then um, we have quite a few different fudge sickles. I would say the maple chaga fudge sickle is the top top. So that has maple syrup from Blee. Nice. Uh, and then, <clears throat> excuse nice. me, the chaga grows on a birch tree. So it's actually kind of considered like a mushroom, but it has like a really nice like dark chocolate, coffee flavor to it. So it makes like a very interesting fudge sickle. Oh yeah, that sounds really good. Well, I was looking at um, our friend uh, Danny over at Lucy's Cafe, and she's mm -hmm. doing something totally crazy with your popsicles, which I immediately it was like, oh my god, that looks so good. <laughs> yeah, she's been crazy there. Um, yeah, we just kind of put a freezer in and started stocking them, and she's been throwing them in all sorts of cocktails and drinks. I think she has our milk and cookies in a white Russian, so that's pretty cool. And our cookies are gluten free and it's a coconut milk base, so we try to make them so everyone can have them. Um, that's all of our flavors. We go nut-free, predominantly gluten-free, egg-free. They're pretty much all vegan, so. That's, that's awesome. awesome. So they're approachable for everyone. Yeah. Very cool. Well, I thought those cocktails looked delicious, and a cool mm -hmm. thing to do at home if you were having a party, you could pick up some of the, of the any color you like at Pops, and then pour a little extra over them. For sure, yeah. They always, like a lot of the fruity ones go really well in some Prosecco or whatever kind of bubbly drink you have going on. Oh, my mouth is watering. <laughs> Plus it's so hot out right now, right? Right. <laughs> so um, if people are interested in like, maybe or can they order your pops or do they have to find them retail in order to get them? What if I was having a party and I wanted to order some maybe for like a catering or a celebration? Yeah, if you're having a party, you can always get a hold of us. Um, I prefer email works the best. So you can go to any color pops. That's A-N-Y-C-O-L-O-U-R-P-O-P-S.com. And you can put an order through there. We'll have our like standard list of flavors that are available. And you can always inquire for like our smaller rotating, like super cool, fun stuff that we're working on too. So I like that. I love the idea of doing something custom, like for a wedding or a Yeah, or definitely. And we love custom things that helps us to like kind of hone in all of our ideas into like one small thing that you're looking for. So it's really fun. Mm -hmm. Now, Corinne, do you do this full time or do you also have another hustle? <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. I do. Um, I do work on some art around town here and there when it comes up and I'm available. I do serve at the Greenwall a little bit as well. Um, just a couple days a week. This is definitely turning into more of a full-time gig, so that's pretty fun. Which is great, especially with everything that's been going on to have definitely. both your hustles collapse at the same time, kind of. Yeah, it was pretty, it was like, it was a pretty big shock to the system for a minute, like, whoa, okay, we're gonna have to figure some stuff out, you know, and we are, so that's cool. What have you seen since you do have um, one foot in the restaurant industry? How has it been with the change to partial capacity? You know, take, I know you guys were doing some takeout, the patio. Mm -hmm. What have you seen as, as you're working at the Greenwell in Grand Rapids? Um, I know takeout's been really big and I think really beneficial for the company uh, as a whole. So I know that's been a really good option. And then it's such a large patio there that it's really been working out well. Even though it went to 50% capacity, there's still plenty of space for a lot of people to come in. Um, and the people who do come in are really respectful for the most part, which is awesome because it is like a really high stress situation in general right now still, so. Well, let's be honest, it's a high stress 
situation all the time in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely. So you don't need to add to it, right? Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so Corinne, if people want to learn more about any color you like at Pops, uh, see the flavors that you offer and learn more about your business that you run with your husband, Jason, where should they go for all that information? Definitely to our website's best um, or our Instagram. We always are keeping that up to date or Facebook. Tell me those websites again. Yep, so the website's anycolorpops.com, A-N-Y-C-O-L-O-U-R-P-O-P-S.com. Um, or you can just find us, you know, our handle is um, anycolor underscore you underscore like at Instagram, or you can find us on Facebook just at anycolorulike. That's awesome. Thank you. And I really encourage you guys to go check out some of their photos and pictures of their pops. Once you see them, your mouth also will water and you will want them because they just look so beautiful as well as taste incredible. Corinne Hollinshead from Any Color You Like It Pops. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for having us. Appreciate it. Absolutely. If you want to learn more about the Founders Crafted in Michigan program, you want to head to MLive.com.